0: watch film but i'd be honest i mean when i first started watching film i was just watching a game
1: hello everybody welcome to the uk packers podcast as usual i'm your host at Steady the nfl on twitter and of course follow the group at uk packers and as usual i'm joined by me old buddy me old pal it's at ryan peacock nfl what's
0: going I am, uh, well, exhausted at the moment, all the way from Bristol at Grillstock, we're working with Gridiron Magazine, all the way here, back home to UK Packers HQ, straight into the podcast studio, Jesus, what a spin around, and a four hour drive in between with plenty of traffic.
1: Yeah, there's a distinct smell of McDonald's now in UK Packers Podcast HQ, snacking away there, Rhino, what's... What's the weapon of choice? Yeah.
0: So I've been at a barbe- barbecue festival all weekend and then mm. uh, on the way home, whereas there wasn't going to have time to get any dinner, so I had to uh, go via McDonald's before I got in here. So now I'm eating crappy McDonald's after having some proper burgers all weekend. So...
1: Barbecue related? Did you get chicken nuggets at least with barbecue sauce?
0: I went chicken selects, mate, with barbecue sauce because, oh. you know, I'm just, just about that classy type of nugget. You know what I mean?
1: I'm not a fan of the select. Not a fan. I do like an old no? cheeky nugget. No, a bit of a nine nugget meal, medium. Don't go large because I don't justify. I'm a tight Irishman, so I don't justify the extra few pesos for an extra few fries because they give you about four extra fries or just a bigger box with the same <laughs> amount of fries. You
0: are sounding, you are very much sounding like an accountant with that sort of chatter.
1: An accountant or an L fella like a dad, because while you were off gallivanting in the barbecue festival, i I've uh, I've got a new addiction. On. i got a power washer off my dad and i was power washing the patio outside when i could get a chance between you know looking after the kid because he's walking now um kid's walking away so i power washer ryan is and i'm gonna say is ranting more satisfying right i can think of a couple off the top of the off the top of the dome but there's there's one of them is just seeing that dirt just move away just piss off you know what i mean when i'm doing the patio and i see the moss and dirt being sprayed off it's almost um, orgasmic. I, I'm going to go there. I like it.
0: Right, okay. I like it strange, a lot. strange. Yeah, no, but if that if that's what does it for you. Uh, it does now. That's yeah.
1: that's where I'm at. That's, I, that's where I I'm can't at.
0: Say I can't say I've ever jet washed anything. you missing if out. I'm honest. You're missing out. But uh, look, we polished off a few burgers, a few ribs, uh, maybe drunk some beers. Maybe we didn't drink some beers. Um, it was a good weekend but uh not not as good as it sounds as you know cleaning off and jet blasting a patio clean yeah Uh, so steeze the winner (laughs) i
1: don't know what i'm winning uh but come here (laughs) what was the whole festival about and we sent out an email to all the bristol fans did many of the boys get to make it down to you or what was the story
0: yeah, we saw plenty of uh, Packers fans. And uh, generally, if I saw anybody that wore green and gold, I went running out towards them and went and found them so they had no choice but to come and speak to me. Because uh, mm. that's how, you know, that's, that's my style. That's what I do. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we met plenty of guys that knew about us. Um, we even had a guy come over. I've got a picture with him. Uh, Chris, oh, I'm trying to remember the handle were, his name. You
1: are the worst with names, man. You are absolutely I am, terrible.
0: I am, yeah, I'm terrible. Uh, Scotticus, that was it. Scotticus. Uh, he came over he even quoted his members number as he walked up to me so that was pretty cool Um, and then of course we met plenty of Green Bay fans as well that somehow somehow hadn't heard of us Uh, so we have got some new followers as well on board which is really cool nice Um, I met another guy that's uh, had a Jets jersey on he said I used to be a Packers fan I went sorry what he said, I used to be a Packers fan, but then I went to New York and I bought a Jets jersey. He said, so really, I am a Packers fan, but I just bought a Jets jersey when I was out there.
1: No, oh, Jesus.
0: And I was like, right, well, you need to get home, get that Packers jersey on, and you need to follow us. So that was that one sorted out. And then, uh, yeah, unfortunately, there was a few Bears fans as well. But, uh, you know, we were civil, let's say that much. But, uh, yeah, it was basically a big barbecue festival in Bristol uh, with Gridiron magazine, Um called grill stock and there was sort of bands on and everything else going on it was really really cool i tell you one thing it's the first time i've been to bristol um not just sort of driving through it but actually got out and sort of had a look around bristol that is a beautiful place great place to live uh, i want to get back there at some point and we had plenty of fans as well plenty of green bay fans that were different down that way saying bristol is the ideal place for a green bay packers meetup so uh maybe one day maybe maybe next season because i think we've got this season all planned in but maybe next season we could get down there a couple of guys already quoting some bars down there as well which is really cool
1: yeah priorities right we've got paul davies down there uh russell de Carteray, i believe is down that neck of the woods
0: he's not far off yeah
1: richie biddle's not far off either right
0: no that's right uh yeah uh who else is there paul green i'm guessing most of the welsh guys are not too far away Hmm. uh so i'm thinking dave ballinger people like that they're over that way yeah uh yeah so i'm thinking it's pretty cool area to do it
1: Cool. Yeah, sounds good. And we might as well sort of chat about the, because we announced our Dublin meetup, our first Paddy Packer meetup. Um, Dublin. Yeah, baby. So what we did was, is the whole reason for the membership numbers, it's like about 17 fold, but one of them is that we know where you are now um because it's like you know we know, <laughs> we know where, you, where are. you live We
0: know where you live bro yeah. but uh it, sound, it did sound a little bit threatening it does a it's not meant threat. that
1: way we know where you are now right so don't start we know
0: where you all live
1: yeah so a dodgy comment on twitter gets a visit from the do rag wearing bailiff ryan peacock but come here hold on actually let, let me stall there with your name is there another packer fan called ryan peacock i believe was tweeting us uh over the yep. last couple of days
0: what? Yeah, so it's strange. So, uh, obviously, some of you might know my background. I come from a Forces family, Air Force. Mm. Uh, and I'm obviously a Packers fan, and my name's Ryan Peacock. And this weekend, a Packers fan tweeted us called Ryan Peacock, who is in the Air Force. So, try and work that one out. I actually Ooh. thought I'd got a parody account, but it turns out no, it's a real person. Um and this guy actually has been at some of the Wembley games, you know, actually on the field when they have the soldiers on the field holding the flags and so on.
1: Yeah. So he's
0: actually been down there with some of the players. So that's uh, that's pretty cool.
1: Oh man. And if there's one person that should be down there, it should be you. You know? Like you should be the Ryan Peacock is then it's where yeah, we rather must than have
0: my Alter Ego.
1: Yeah, we do have Alter egos. it's hot. There's a little short our Irishman floundering around over there, probably. I don't know, maybe he's the you know, <laughs> assistant coach for the Packers or something, who knows. Um, but yeah, we announced the Dublin meetup. So the Manchester meetup is going great. That's been sort of live for a while now, and we're knocking nearly 50 people. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you haven't booked a place on that, do because it's even from Ireland, right? It's incredibly cheap for me to get over. I think it's like £40 return. Uh, and for me to get from Wicklow, where I'm at, uh, near Wexford even, to Cork, it's about 50 quid on the train. So it's cheaper for me to get to Manchester than it is to get down to Cork in Ireland. So uh, you can come from far and wide. I come from London or co- go to London from Ireland uh, all the time for the meetups. So it's no excuse, Ryanair, right? Because Ryanair are making stuff redonk cheap. And the same applies the opposite way.
0: It's almost cheaper to go than it is to not leave your house. <laughs> work that one out. <laughs>
1: uh do you want to give the stats on that ryan uh they stay home and spend no on uh, no and...
0: stats no stats yeah. no stats no no research no no calculators yeah it's just but the... it's almost that cheap yeah
1: yeah because we did some research so to get a uh, to go from edinburgh i tell you to what steve
0: i'll tell you Baltimore. what steve if you ever feel like not going into work one week i'm not the guy to ring up and cover you no just burn out
1: <laughs> although i would pay money to see you go in and sit there with do rag beard not a whisper of a I reckon suit I, on you I just could enforced. get away with
0: it for at least I reckon two or three weeks before some before the whispers started of I don't think that guy knows what he's doing
1: Yeah, <laughs> he's, just, he's too intimidating looking for us to actually Say on but I think it's nearly time so come on let's get four members from HR who are ex-bouncers mm. yeah um, but yeah so we have this Dublin meetup Manchester's going great get your ass, asses up there and we also have the Dublin meetup so what we're going to do is, is flag football 12pm in Phoenix Park which is the home of our little old uh, Michael D. Higgins, the super educated, uh, kind of leprechaun-y, uh, I think he's about four foot two, president. Um, but he's a great guy. And do you know what? I'm kind of half thinking, should we contact the president of Ireland and see if he'll come down and meet us?
0: We need a referee.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm not going to pitch
1: that one to him. Uh, we'd be so don't, honored if don't, you could... don't,
0: yeah don't email him saying there's a bunch of english guys turned up for a for a game of gridiron mm. in dublin um, you know, and we team. need the president that mm. might not go down well
1: yeah yeah it sounds like a threat um but it'd be cool uh, so we're gonna meet in phoenix park anyway, um, and then head back to the gaffs if you're from dublin or back to the hotel if you're not from dublin uh, get a bit of a wash and then depending on what the weather's like too and head out to the wool shed for about five or earlier um and as well as that we want to point out too right so we're selling tickets for the manchester meetup and the dublin meetup but the manchester meetup is true gridiron and gravy and that's their sort of a uh, sponsorship or whatever so the money goes to spend money on the point and all that kind of gear right doesn't come to us second one is is that the dublin meetup so we're putting the tickets at six pound it's it's mostly Ryan just to get the numbers up to tell the venue what the numbers are and all the rest.
0: And in fact, yeah, that's so we six... can get an area drawn up.
1: Yeah, um, and it's important to note that again, the six pound that you pay for the ticket doesn't actually cover what you get for the ticket. So you get two pints of Dublin Blue, which weighs in at more than six pounds for the two pints. But we're going to subsidize people because that's what the group's all about—is just trying to get people together. So we're trying to get people into the Woolshed, and if the Manchester meetup is fifty. We want to try, get a good showing in Ireland as well. Because for the lads Ryan to get from London to Dublin is super easy. In fact, from any kind of regional airport, we have, uh, we know, Jill Briggs is coming down from uh, up north in Leeds. Uh, Same with Charlotte Midget. Leeds. And, And we have some lads coming in from London. So there shouldn't be too much of an excuse for anybody. And look, if you want a good piss up in Dublin and to watch the Packers game with a bunch of diehards then come on over so 45 people on the members list of our uh, are a bunch of paddies like me and so we sent an email to all of the paddies. and if you have if you are signed up as a member and you are irish and you are listening to this and you didn't get an email it's likely gone into your junk mail so do check because the email comes from info at uk. so rhino um looking forward to this dublin piss up
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be really good. So the fans have been asking for a long time, haven't they? Why don't you move the parties around? Not everything happens in London. I completely agree. Uh, And remember, when we were doing those meetups in London, me and Steve are not from London either. uh, We were travelling to them. uh, But the only reason we went there is because we knew there was a good amount of fans around the area that could get there. We've now, I think, fully realised there are plenty of pockets of fans all over the place. And that's been proven now by the tickets already sold for Manchester, which I think is up at about 55 Um, And the initial interest in the Dublin meet has been massive, so get your tickets, let's get those numbers up and let's just have a great time.
1: Yeah, and and that's the whole point as well, Ron, that's why we released this membership initiative, because we had people saying, you know, why don't you never come up to Manchester or whatever, and we're like, because we didn't know you existed there, you know, we, we don't really know, hadn't got a metric on where people were, so um you know the the website as well is evolving all the time so we might even put sort of a heat map up there right with all of the sort of main big pockets of where the fans are and try go to your area so look if you're not a member do sign up it's simple it's free and uh, it doesn't cost you let us know where you are and we'll give you a unique membership number and look when we release any of our cool membership tees you'll have a chance to buy one of those with your membership number on it and other cool initiatives and mainly that we can head up and organize a meet in your area but yeah it's cool we're, we're doing well this year manchester dublin lambo for uh, week one and again ryan we have to stress there are still places and there's one guy in particular who's looking to go to this uh, trip to lambo with us um in september and mm-hmm. and look by the way and i'm lastly gonna say this there's no excuses right because my second baby's due two weeks less than two weeks after we fly over so if all kicks off before uh, it's going to kill me because I'll be one for two on Packers trips. First time was buying the house. Second time got to go. Third time, we want little baby to hold off. Uh, so no excuses, Rhino, right, right?
0: Yeah, I'm going to start taking it personally if you don't end up on this one. Because <laughs> let's face it, you knew I was going on the first trip and you pulled out. You yeah. knew I couldn't go on the second trip and you went. And then mm. the third trip, you don't come on this one when I'm going again. I'm going to start taking it personally. Yeah, just I'm just putting it out there, just putting it out there. So, you know.
1: Apologies for that. But look, we have to take a sinister tone. Uh, as you can people can probably tell this week, uh, being a diehard Packer fan, you're mucking around on all the news and you don't see a whole lot going on, and that's true. But one tragic thing that did happen that we'd rather not have happened is the passing of ex-Packer tight end Mitchell Henry of leukaemia. Ryan, a truly horrific story, especially because the guy was only 26.
0: Yeah, it's it's, um... look, it's a sad story when anybody passes but i think when somebody passes that is not even reached their prime yet at that sort of age you know it's tough one to take and obviously it's a it's a yeah it's just it's just a horrible situation well not one that either of us want to talk about but feel that you know we got to mention it out of sort of respect to him and you know again i guess this is a time as well like he i'm pretty sure they only found out he was sick when he went in for something unrelated, so he didn't even know. So, I guess this is a message for anybody out there: if you ever feel anything, or whether it be a lump, or bump, or under the weather, go and get checked out because it's not worth uh, not worth ignoring anything because you never know what's going on. So.
1: Yeah, true. Like, uh, and you know what? I don't think it's too much for us to go down that route because. I've had personal experience of it as well. I worked with a girl um, and she had a rash on her arms and she, you know, she wasn't the type to go to the doctor, neither am I. And I sat with her that morning and we were going through something. She was showing me something and she says, I've got this rash in my arms. And I was like, oh, it's weird. And she's like, yeah, I might pop along to just go to the pharmacy up the road just to see if they tell me. Anything. So she went up to the pharmacy and I went up and the sort of a shop attached to it. Went in to get myself a roll. Normal day. Got my lunch bumped into her again i said how did you get on did you go to the pharmacy and she was like no yeah they're looking for me to go to the gp uh just to get it checked out she says i think it's a bit much but sure i'll head along anyway and it turned out that she too had leukemia and uh she was out of work with intensive chemo for a long time uh luckily she pulled through and she's back after you know painful bone marrow transplants but you know she's on that kind of watch list she's very nervous about it everyone else is very nervous about it and especially my industry you know the long hours, So everyone's very was very conscious now she's since gone on to a different job but it's scary ryan and like you say i mean look if nothing highlights how life is short this should be one of them he leaves behind his wife madison and it's sad ryan isn't it because he left a blurb on twitter not too long ago just asking people to pray for him he seemed like a pretty devout religious guy Um, and you know and it's last resort stuff if you're asking your twitter followers to really pray for you and you're gonna pull through but unfortunately it didn't work out for the poor guy
0: no it didn't and it's just just a sad sad story like you said with the people that he's left behind Mm. Um, you know it's there's not really much to say about it but but if anything we can learn from it sometimes life can be short so get out there and do do what you want to do achieve your dreams uh, and don't ignore any signs of anything there's no weakness in going going to a doctor or Mm. anything else so uh, just try and let's try and learn from uh, what's a sad situation
1: yeah and any sort of time that you know anybody in the media and that sort of includes us now with the podcast and the, and the large following that we have look you know any ailment go to the doc get it checked out uh if you're not feeling right in the head you know and you feel like you might be suffering a bit in that way let's try get rid of the whole mental health stigma as well we don't mean to be too preachy on the podcast but that's something that's sort of close to my heart too i mean jesus get out there and there's no harm in saying it uh you know a couple of our followers in fact uh one brave guy uh, has on his Twitter that he suffers from uh, anxiety and depression just puts it out there I mean if you know and that helps him deal with it so there's no weakness in it but uh, so Henry joined the Packers didn't make the squad went on to the Denver Broncos played two games Um, so you know he touched an awful lot of organisations so it was amazing to see sort of all the different sort of rivaling teams come out and leave sort of nice heartfelt messages and as well as that this guy a lively guy active guy to say that he was only on the squad for a short time made a large impression uh, including Jeff janice who you know we all know from his Instagram that he's sort of this outdoorsman. So the two of them really hit it off, and it's really sad to see all the players and how much of an impact he made. And it's someone that if you were sort of a casual enough fan, you wouldn't have even known that this guy existed. Um, but look, it's a terribly sad, 26 years of age. But Ryan, it's not the only sort of really bad news story that's that's affected a Packer player this week. And this is something that I know myself and yourself honestly we're looking at and go, Jesus, do we tackle this or not? But just, um, it was more, I don't know if if we want to say this, but it's more me pushing to maybe highlight this. And, and I know that you sort of had, you were sort of more sceptical about it, and rightly so. But, you know, we try approach this in sort of, um, I don't know, a non-liable kind of way, is that yeah. we waxed lyrical last week about how much of a good guy a man green was to us, and that he went home and travelled all that way, came back with pictures to sign but he's found himself in trouble this week, uh, Ryan, and it's it goes kind of against all of our, our impressions of him when we met him and when we talked to him on the podcast.
0: Yeah, it does, and it, it it's it's a strange one, and I, I don't know if... I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily it was uncomfortable talking about it, but it was almost like do we just ignore it altogether and pretend it hasn't happened? Hmm. I don't think we can because, as you said, it's such a quiet week. It's very unfortunate for him that it's now one of the biggest stories that's out there at the moment for the Packers because, as we know, he's a he's a Packers Hall of Fame running back. He still holds, I think, the record for the most rushing yards. Um, you know, he's a, he's a big figure um, and he's a big icon uh, and sort of somebody to look up to, if you like, in the game. Now, I guess the problem I've got with it is the fact that, and it's a bit the same sort of with the Adrian Peterson one, um, it's the fact that I guess the headlines itself have have a give it a certain connotation. Yeah. Then when actually you read the read the story, it's not what it is. And this whole sort, of, a lot of them are saying, you know, in child abuse case. Now, basically, what he did is he slapped his daughter. Okay, it seems. Um, and that, I don't know. If it was ten years ago, would this even be an issue? Probably not. But it is these days. Um, he slapped his daughter and she's maybe got a bruise or something and, and that's that's what's happened so uh I think there's a little bit of a history as well with maybe some other bits that maybe did or did not happen and were dismissed and and, and the rest of it so I don't know it's it's yeah it's there it's happened it's unfortunate
1: mm. yeah because this was covered sort of and again if anyone's a big podcast listener and they listen to all the you know Green Bay Packer related podcast and you listen to the Wilde and Tausch show so Jason Wilde and mark Toucher have their own show and there's like you know four episodes a day or something and I sort of check in and out the odd time and they had a big discussion on this run, and it was kind of interesting what they were saying Um, so the story allegedly goes that you know this is a daughter from a previous relationship not with the wife that he's with now she came over and apparently this is from the show Um, that he has this agreement with her that he pays her an allowance if she does chores around the house one of those chores was to do the dishes Apparently she was giving him attitude or whatever all day kind of that she didn't want to do it and he got angry um, dragged her out into the kitchen um, and she ended up on the ground. He pushed her to the ground or something or pushed her up against the cabinet and her t-shirt ripped and either he didn't mean to slap her or he did mean to slap her and there was quotes I saw online about he slapped her upside the head um, and apparently when he hit her in the face the glasses that she was wearing went into her eye, bruised her eye. So according to this website um, that I've never heard before, thefootballgirl.com, uh, it goes into kind of his domestic violence or alleged domestic violence past. Um, and he was released on two and a half grand bail after this incident with his daughter. So it seems that he has come out and just said, yeah, look, there was a bit of an altercation of some sort. But Ryan, what they were discussed on the William Tao show? And I'm interested to get your sort of take on it because as you said, like, you know you were a fan of a man green you know you look at his russian records and all the rest so on the Tau show, wilde and tow show Wildie was talking to i believe it was his producer and he said that once he heard this had happened he went home and took down all of the a man green related merch that he had he had a signed jersey i think up on his wall took it down and that was it you know a man green was dead to him as a as a packer player he was ashamed of it and then he went in and looked at his past domestic violence records or alleged domestic violence record one of them that's quoted here on this website Uh, was that on his wedding day uh, him and his wife had got into a heated argument um, and he stormed out of the room she closed the door on him he forced his way back into the room and allegedly chipped her tooth she had a bloody lip so they postponed the wedding and he spent the night in jail but all charges after that were dropped you know when you hear something like this about a man green you know do you think that society in general have a pretty tough time reconciling the fact that you have a sporting hero versus something that he might do that you don't agree with off the off the pitch is this enough of an incident and looking back in his past thing to take the shine off a glittering career or you know I mean how do you feel about it or you, you know did it affect you in any way
0: I think you have to be quite careful when you answer this because my honest opinion of this is and uh, this probably won't go down well with many but like kids used to get a clip around the ear. They used to get a slap when they were playing up and kids used to be more disciplined and actually respect their parents. You know, they actually used to respect, let's say, uh, police officers and, you know, other senior people within communities. That whole thing's gone now because basically we said, you know, you can't shout at kids. You you can't give them that clip around the ear to discipline them. Um, And we have to all be nice and everybody needs a hug, you know? And so... I guess not necessarily saying the right thing here was to, you know, end up slapping her around the head so hard she maybe got a bruise, but I don't know how much we're just – this could be sort of taken out of context and be, be an overreaction type story. I don't know. And like I said, that's not going to go down well with people. And that's the thing. We really don't know what it is. We don't know how – you know, are we talking about the whole side of her head was bruised or are we talking about she's got a bit of a mark um, – you know, and I know, I know there's going to be people out there going, "What are you talking about? Is it his kid?" But come on, who's listening here that didn't get a slap around the head from their parents when they were a kid when they played up? You know, and I think kids these days, when you when I see them sort of down, down my work playing around in in the yard in my factory and stuff like that, and you, you're trying to tell them you need to get down off that and get out because you're going to hurt yourself, and they're telling you where to go. You know, they're just there's no respect. I wouldn't have been doing that as a kid because. You know that if uh, if your mum or your dad found out, you'd be in some serious trouble. Now, there is no respect anymore for any senior people in a community. And this is part of it, maybe. And, you know, they're all too protected.
1: Yeah, you see, the thing is, and, and something shocked me that I saw online as well. That this, this is going into probably dangerous territory. So someone listening could get the wrong idea. Now, we're not in any way condoning the fact that a pro athlete or an ex-pro athlete can slap Someone around the head or anything like that, and certainly, you know, hitting a woman is usually just the book stops. It doesn't matter what the reason is. It's like they say when you argue with a child, you know, if you bring that into sort of uh, physical violence, you know, the the error is completely on you. They're a child, you know, so we can't condone in any way um, him hitting his kids. It's just not right. And look, the thing is, is that there's really the way to look at it is, is that you can never condone it, but. I've seen cases where kids do get up in the parents' face and I've seen one uh, kid telling their parent where to go right in their face. And, you know, some parents have a shorter fuse and they snap and they try to hit a kid. Now, me as a father, um, you know, you never... I'd never ever hit my kid. um, But... I think that we're air upbringing, Ryan, as well, as I come from a military family. So when we had an upbringing, there was a whole different type of upbringing, especially in the military family. There was absolutely no mess. And let me, let me just say it that so, way. Um, so, exactly. Yeah. 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 You're from even a closer military family. Um, but yeah, it's just it's it's a sorry situation to find yourself in. If you're if you're a pro athlete who could strong arm the best in the NFL, it goes without saying that, you know, you don't put your hands on your kids. You know especially this day and age, and especially if it's a it's a female, I mean what are you thinking? you know yeah, it's ridiculous yeah. that the provocation is one thing, but it, you shouldn't be able to be provoked by a kid that you bring into physical violence you know there's yeah. probably a different way to go about it at,
0: at the end at the end of the day this is this is something that was wrong it's something you shouldn't have done, and it does now if you like taint the name a little bit like you said yeah. because it's a kid because it's a female kid. The only thing is what I don't want everyone to do is without only we've just reading what we've read so far. And like I said, the misleading headlines. Uh, just, just We don't know the seriousness of it. We don't know how bad it was. We shouldn't just, like, like that guy that went home and sort of tore everything off his walls and threw his jersey away. You know, let's not react like that. Let's wait until the facts are out. Let's see what actually happened and then uh, make the decision. Then, the whole point of, uh, I think, the justice system in this country, probably in Ireland and probably in the United States is. You know, innocent till proven guilty, and uh, I think sometimes we need to remember that um, trials by media sometimes are too too quick to come along uh, in this day and age, and it, it doesn't it doesn't serve anybody, either the person accused of something or the victim to to try and you know go by what you're reading on Twitter and Facebook and come to a come to a verdict. That's not how it yeah. works.
1: Yeah, um, and I always find there's there's always a better way to deal with stuff if you can just talk to someone. Like never try to lose your head. I was outside washing the car yesterday and there was little kids in Spider-Man outfits and they were jumping around the car, freaking me out because I thought, oh my God, he's going to run his bike up the side of this thing. But I found that, look, you can approach certain things in a certain way. Um, And as a grown man, like we're not cavemen, you shouldn't be slapping people around. And certainly, um, you know, if you're a parent, you probably shouldn't get into some sort of an altercation. Now, as you said, it's all alleged. We don't actually know properly what's happened. We have, you know, articles where a man has come out and said, you know, yes, there was a bit of argy bargy or whatever um, so he's trying to play it down the daughter saying a different thing either way he ended up in, uh, getting arrested unfortunate another guy got arrested right now uh, Latroy Guyon and he has pretty much the most boss explanation for uh, getting arrested it was his birthday had a few mm-hmm. points but I think we we're both impressed by what he said to the cop right
0: look look what did what's everyone ever told you your parents your teachers anything else honesty is the best policy if you're honest with me and you tell me the truth you won't be in trouble and Latroy guy went down those lines
1: yeah you sure did uh pull over by the cops and it's like that thing of I don't know it's it's like you know someone does something and it's bad but they boast about it because they're actually proud of the fact that the thing that they did bad was actually you know pretty they were proud of it for some reason he said to baller. the officer, uh, "I know I'm drunk." He told officers, "I've been drinking Hennessy all night. I don't drink any of that weak stuff; only the hard stuff." I mean, <laughs> why would you do that? Why would you say, "Hey, officer, yeah, I'm pissed," but look, it was some good stuff. I mean, why? What yeah. <laughs> was going through his head?
0: Mental. I don't know. This is obviously this. Uh, I don't know. What, I don't know what it is, but is it a case of sort of a like a superstar attitude? I don't know. It's sort of I'm untouchable. I'm an NFL player. I play for the Packers and do what I want. Is that that what it was? Because it seems very blasé, doesn't it? Yeah. A very sort of laid-back, laissez-faire attitude to what is a serious situation. Mm. Um, Unbelievable to come out with it, but, uh, yeah, strange one. And um, I don't know, the fact that he's just that brazenly admitted, does that in some way make it worse? The fact that actually he was in complete sound mind to the fact that he knew what he'd done wrong, he knew why it was wrong, and then he starts to boast. I mean, in, in one way, that... If a guy had got out of the car and cried and sort of begged because his career was over, then maybe oh, this guy's made a dumb mistake. But to be as brazen as that, it looks to me like he doesn't give two shits.
1: Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's mad. And like on top of that, then this article on ESPN says he tossed his wallet to his girlfriend and said, you know, I'm going to need you to bail me out. So, look okay, and, and as well, I was surprised that the bail amount was 500 blips. So, I mean, it seems pretty low, especially for a guy who was rolling around with about 190 grand in his car at one stage. Yeah.
0: But I suppose that's like a standard amount, is it? I mean, I don't really know how bail money works. We don't really, never really had anything to do with it. Yeah. So I don't know if it's like a standard amount and maybe, but like you said, like you said uh, last week's pot, you know, the fact that the, the players, the players association, the fact that they have deals with Uber where guys could just get in and be driven home and, you know, the players association sort it out. Mm. To have all that going on and to ignore it and to take the risk of driving home. Yeah. You know? The fact that his missus is in there as well, so not only is he in danger his own life and everyone else on the road, but the you know the bird that he's meant to take the best care of. Yeah. I mean, pretty done, right?
1: Yeah, and I mean, you'd think if you were her, you'd turn around and say, listen, pal, uh, I think we'll leave the Porsche Cayenne uh, at the restaurant and go <laughs> and get a free
0: Uber, thanks. You know? Do you know what? That's that's one of the things I never get. Like, I, I can't understand anybody that gets in the car and drinks and drives, but I can never get the guys that also get in the car mm. knowing that the driver is drunk. Yeah, I mean... I mean, you would hope that the more people getting in that car, somebody go, hang on, haven't you been drinking? Right, let's all get a taxi. But it doesn't seem to happen. Yeah. Yeah,
1: peer pressure. This is a guy... Jesus,
0: it sounds it sounds like we're giving out a lot of lessons this week, doesn't it? Um,
1: yeah, yeah. Preachy yeah. podcast with Ryan Yeah.
0: St- get to the doctors, mm. don't slap your kids, and don't drink and drive. Yeah. That's <laughs> what you need to take away. I feel like at the end, we need to do one of those messages that are, if you've been affected by the any, any of the issues <laughs> in this podcast...
1: Yeah, but I, I tell you, I did, this is a guy... Um, 11.25 million contract February 2016 three year deal you know kind of a reject from the Vikings signed from the Vikes um, and this is what he goes and does a guy thought in high esteem by the players uh, you know Mike Darnham come on and said in the podcast that's just a sad way to go mm. but anyway Ryan I, I think do you know what I think that's pretty much it for the podcast right because not, not too much more news uh, we just wanted to update people on the meetups and then the yeah. rest of us it's, kind of, it's kind of been a bit of a bummer this week
0: It has. There's been been not much to it, but uh, probably the biggest and the best news that I'm most stoked about is the fact that our new Thursday series is out Mm -hmm. uh, of a late Thursday night or a a Thursday evening if you're in the States, uh, Friday morning for most of us. Um, But we've got our new Thursday series where we are selecting the UK and Irish all-time Packers team. And uh, we got started off uh, last Thursday. I'm sure you've listened to it. If you haven't, go find it. But we got started off last week picking the quarterback of our team, uh, which actually turned out to be an incredibly difficult decision, considering we got three of the best that have ever played the game.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but we ended up discounting not only Brett Favre, but also Aaron Rodgers, and placing Brett at uh, Brett, and placing Bart Starr, sorry, in the quarterback position. So that's where we got started. This week we're going to play. Uh, we're going to select a defensive lineman. Um, and there's a whole bunch of guys, you know, I think uh, Reggie White is almost certain he's going to end up on there, even though he's in Green Bay for a fairly limited time, I guess. He, uh, sh- you know, is there a defensive lineman that have made more of an impact on the Packers than that guy? Mm. Um, there probably is. There's probably a number of guys, uh, but it's certainly going to be another difficult discussion, yeah. but one we're looking forward to.
1: Yeah, and as you said, I mean it's a it's a tough exercise. Quarterback we thought would be easy, and it actually turned out to be impossible. But you'll be bolstered to know that ESPN went out and did a similar exercise, and they got the same results. And they went and did the fan segment, and all of our fans out there, all the UK Packer, um well Green Bay Packer fans, not UK Packer fans, fans of the UK Packers, uh, all the Green Bay Packer UK fans. Went and voted and Aaron Rodgers just came out top. Brett Favre was second. Bart Starr was third. And then it kind of went like Lynn Dickey, uh, Don Madge. It went all the way down. And Ryan, it kind of proved what I was saying that maybe it is that recency bias there. Because what Mm -hmm. we saw was is that it went from the most recent, the far of the star, who's arguably the most well known, who's been associated with the two of them quite heavily, and then went kind of not obviously in order with you know Lindicki and Magic kind of being swapped, but you know it kind of shows that people who were impacted most recently by something, you know, that's the most prevalent experience. Which yeah, looking forward to the D line. It's gonna be good. I like a bit of D. Yes. Hold on.
0: Who doesn't like the D? Um, Look that would be good fun we've already spoke to you about the Dublin meetup we spoke to you about the Manchester meetup guys if you're sitting on the fence just go get the tickets let's get it done let's stop messing about and we'll get drunk and watch the Packers okay um, so let's get that sorted uh, what else we got 1919 club we haven't got drawn at the minute but there is one coming soon we've got some great items on there mm. I think we've got a signed football coming up next Yeah. Uh, so maybe we'll get that kicked off pretty soon yep um, I think that's about it mate
1: yeah So we'll speak to us next Thursday. Again, D-line, all-time UK Packer team. Stay uh, on top of all of our social media, at UK Packers on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And uh, yeah, we'll be doing some polls, so make sure that you have your say because you might be the deciding factor to get that person on the squad. And as well, we've set up a page on UKPackers.co.uk where you can see all of our picks to date. As we said, we've only done the quarterbacks, but we're going to fill that out by the time the season swings around. If you're on the fence as well about the trip to Lambo, just pull the trigger and just do it for God's sake. Tell the missus you're not going to go over to Fort Ventura. There's no way you're going to there again. She can put the glow sticks down. You're going to be coming over to Lambo with the UK Packers. But we speak to you with brand new content of a Thursday. I've been at Steady the NFL. We have been at UK Packers. And of course, me old buddy, me old pal at Ryan Peacock NFL. It's goodbye for this week till Thursday, Friday.
0: Bye-bye. <laughs>